Hello and welcome back to Big Lezzers League. I have definitely saved the most exciting news for last. We're going to be talking about Addo Carr and Maddo, Ryan Madison, the swap deal. Yes, it looks to be, I guess, not going ahead. Uh, the swap deal between Ryan Madison and, and Josh Addo Carr. The Bulldogs have come out and said that they ha- have a lack of interest uh, in Ryan Madison. So, obviously, it makes it a little hard for that swap deal to happen. We're still going to talk about it, though. Uh, what it would look like if Adokar went to the Parramatta Reels and Ryan Madison went to the Bulldogs podcast a long time coming. Posted about it a few days ago, so obviously the podcast uh, has been a little bit delayed in that sense. Well, we'll talk about that. We'll also talk about um, Luai, Jerome Luai. Uh, what is what is he going to do? Is he going to go for the 850k deal from the Penrith Panthers? Or is he going to go elsewhere? We had a chance to talk about this a little bit yesterday with all of the news that came out uh, about him, obviously, with that story that he posted uh, with about the know your worth sort of story. It sort of changes things a little bit for Jerome Luai. We had a chance to discuss it. Uh, but we'll talk a little bit more about Luai. Where could he end up? What would be the best fit for Jerome Luai in 2025. Because don't forget, he's still going to be there in 2024, I believe. Uh, but 2025, I think, is the year in question. So let's have a look quickly, Jerome Luai. Just got to double check and make sure that it is 2025 when he comes off contract. Jerome Luai, let's have a look. Jerome Luai contract, I should write up. Not just Jerome Luai, because that will be a bit hard to find his contract then. Uh, but Jerome Luai, let's have a look. He yeah. 2024, he's still on 700k. He was on. He's still on 700k now. Like I'd take 700k to win a fucking comp. I would take 700k to win a comp for sure. There's no way I wouldn't take 700k to go and win a few comps. He has the chance this year to win four grand finals in a row. It's the first time it's ever been done. Um, by any NRL player. So I guess we are kicking off with talking about Jerome Luai now. But um. <laughs> 700k to go and win four grand finals in a row. First time it's ever been done in history. You know, I think that's a pretty decent deal. I think he should take maybe a two-year extension worth 850k and serve out that term. It's 2027. By that point, um, he should be 28, 29. So he would be in the prime, in the thick of his prime. Uh, of his career as well, Jerome Luai. Uh, and then he can obviously suss out then if he wants to go and take the bag. I think that's the more appropriate option there for Jerome Luai. 26, year old, uh, 26 years old now. By the time that two-year theoretical extension with the Penrith Panthers is up, he'd be 29. I don't mind him going after another two-year extension, but I think he's silly if he doesn't take a two-year extension here um, with the Penrith Panthers. Then he's 29, and, you know, obviously in the thick of his prime, he can go over and run a footy side like the Cronulla Sharks, like the Canberra Raiders. Uh, If he wants to, obviously Fogarty will be retired by then, I'm pretty sure. Um, There's a a couple of footy sides that he can go and run after his his term is done um, with the Penrith Panthers. But if he chooses to go in 2025, what would be the best fit for Jerome Luai? Let's have a little bit of a think about that. So there's a few clubs that can offer him one point something million. Uh, I think that the highest Luai is going to really get 
is 1.1. I think that that's the ceiling, I think, for a guy like Jerome Luai. I can see a, uh, sorry, I can see a St. George offering him a big contract. I can see a St. George offering him maybe 1.3, 1.4. But I, for me, personally, for a bottom four side, well, I think the ceiling for Jerome Luai is around 1.1, 1.2. I don't think I'd be high, uh, offering him any higher than that. Obviously, for clubs like the West Tigers, clubs like uh, the St. George Illawarra Dragons, for the West Tigers, less so because by 2025, they've got a fucking monster side. There's some guys in that team that you'd want to play with, like Jareen Buller, especially when he gets really deep into his career. Obviously, he had his first year this season, not even a full year, um, and he's killed it. Everyone's excited about him now, but... Just wait until he's had two full years in first grade. Um, a lot of people are going to be excited to play with a guy like Jareen Buller. Um, plus, Jaden Sullivan, if he really works well in this West Tigers side, um, it's going to be enticing for players to want to go and play with him as well. He's a very exciting footballer. Uh, people do forget that. Uh, they've got Api Corusau, who's won a few comps uh, by, um, with the Penrith Panthers as well before obviously going to the West Tigers. Um, you've got Isaiah Papali'i over there, John Bateman. There's guys that you want to go and play with over there. And depending on who they get as well during this offseason or in the next offseason as well, it's going to be a very enticing club coached by Benji Marshall. A lot of young halves look up to Benji Marshall as well. Um, it'd be a bit easier for a Jerome Luai to go over there, especially when Jerome Luai has come out and said that Benji Marshall is one of his idols as well. I think it's a lot easier for a guy like Jerome Luai to go over there for a little bit less. I think, though, as I said, um, the ceiling for how much uh, a club like that would offer Jerome Luai would be 1.1, I think it's a bit hectic. If he's getting offered 850K for him to come out with that story saying what um, know your worth as well. Uh, you'd think that if he comes out with that sort of story, um, you'd think that they're offering him a little bit less than what's actually coming out in the media, maybe 600K. Um, he's on 700 right now. They could just be offering him another 700 uh, per season as well and just saying, hey, look, we don't actually have the money to offer you more, uh, but here's 700K uh, at the moment. Uh, that's what we think you're worth in this Penrith Panthers side. Uh, we really want you to stay. Uh, but obviously, even Ivan Cleary came out yesterday and goes, money talks and we'll have to see what happens. But he's very adamant that he wants um, a Jerome Luai to stay. And it was unfortunate that that quote slipped out, obviously, when he was having a private conversation for that quote to slip out where he was like, um, he doesn't know if he's ready to run a footy side by himself. I think that's what sort of has chipped Luai over the edge. I think that's what's made Luai a little bit iffy to whether he's going to stay with the Penrith Panthers right now. If my if I'm putting my money on something, I'm putting my money, unfortunately, uh, on Luai to leave uh, the Penrith Panthers. Now, where will he go? Where will he go? Um, there's obviously, technically, you now Braden Trindle's obviously going to be, uh, I think, impressive in 2024 uh, for the Cronulla Sharks, but there is a spot over there um, at the uh, Cronulla Sharks. Now, I predicted, obviously, a few days ago that Hines was actually going to start at six, and then Trindle starts at seven. Trindle just steers the ship a bit, and he just lets Nico Hines play his footy. Um, but if that doesn't work, and Hines goes back to seven as that controlling halfback, we've seen him have some good games at halfback as well. Um, I think that if he is at halfback, I think Lua would be a great 5-8 for him as well. It'd be very dangerous. Luai does some pretty crazy things with the football. And then obviously Nico Hines, just his silky organizing self as well. And we saw him as a little bit of an organizer in the World Cup. 
Um, Nico Hines with his slick ball playing, great unders balls. Uh, and that's just coming off the bench in what I think it was 20 minutes of football. So um, I think that'd be a great halves pairing there. I think Cronulla was obviously a rumor, uh, I think a year ago now, maybe a little bit less, uh, maybe halfway through this season, um, that that was a rumor there for Luai to go to Cronulla. I don't mind that. I think that's actually the favorite for me. Uh, I don't know if Cronulla would be able to offer him the kitchen sink, but I think that'd be a great little spot for him to end up. Other spots which you'll offer him the kitchen sink are obviously the West Tigers, which again is one of the favorites for me, obviously because Luai loves Benji. Um, St. George is going to be able to offer him that 1.5 if that's what he's looking for. So uh, if he wants to get thrown in the kitchen sink and then some, I think that St. George is the way to go. But then again, I think he'd be a bit iffy on going to St. George as well. You can't have it both ways. You can't get the kitchen sink and then go to one of the big clubs, because the big clubs aren't going to offer you the kitchen sink. The big clubs are going to offer you exactly what Penrith are offering you right now between 600 and 800K uh, is where I think Luai in a top eight side would be getting offered. Whereas in those bottom sides, as I said, it'd be that 1.1, 1.2, maybe for St. George a 1.5 because they are the favourites at the moment to win the spoon. Uh, and understandably so. They've lost their 5.8 to obviously um, some jail time as well. They've actually lost their backup 5.8 to the West Tigers. Uh, and they've also, uh, you know, they've rumoured that Zach Lomax is at fullback going into next year. So that means that obviously Tyrell Sloan is in the side. Is he on the wing? We don't know the direction for the St. George Illawarra Dragons going into next year. Um, so, yeah, it's a bit iffy. I think that Lua would be a bit iffy on going there and taking the bag. But as I said, you can't have it both ways. You can't go to a top side and get 1.5. I think it's a little bit, um, I guess, I think you're expecting too much. If you're Lua, I think you're expecting a little bit too much. Uh, for a Penrith Panthers to offer you anywhere close to a million dollars because they have spent that money and are looking to spend their money uh, and try and keep guys like Brian Toto, who I imagine has a really good bloke that he is, will probably take the same contract that he's on now to remain at the Penrith Panthers. There's guys I know that would take unders to stay there as well and win some comps. I would be one of those guys if I was in a Penrith Panthers system right now, I'd definitely be taking unders to stay there. And I think Luai's young enough to do that. He's 26 years old. He's not 36 years old. I think that he's young enough to do that and then get the kitchen sink when he's 29 and take that two-year extension uh, worth apparently to 850K. Now, it sort of makes sense that he's on 700K and 850 is a little bit, I guess, I don't know, know your worth sort of enchilon there where he's sort of a bit iffy about taking it. But then again, I still can't see him saying that without them offering him a little bit less. Or maybe the know your worth thing was more directed at what Ivan Cleary said with um, with when he said that uh, Luai couldn't run a team on his own yet. Maybe that was what it was directed at, not really the money that he was being offered. Maybe he is being offered the 850K, but Luai's a bit upset with uh, Ivan Cleary saying that he couldn't run a team on his own. That conversation, again, was not meant to... Sorry, was not meant to get out to the media. That was a little coffee burp there, but... I just nearly had another one, but um, yeah, that that wasn't supposed to get out to the media, uh, and it's unfortunate that it did, and maybe that's what sparked the Know Your Worth little saga, um, but yeah, we don't know. So at the moment, my top picks for Luai would be, um, you know, Cronulla, 
I would definitely go with the West Tigers or St. George because they're going to be able to offer him the kitchen to sink. Out of those two, I think he's more likely to go to the West Tigers, not just because of what happened over there uh, at the St. George Illawarra Dragons uh, and just everything that's going on there at the moment, but because Luai has expressed how much he likes Benji Marshall. Um, other clubs I can see would be the Raiders, but I think if he takes the two-year extension, the Raiders seems more likely because then if he's running a team on his own, he just takes over from Jamal Fogarty. Uh, when Jamal Fogarty retires, keep in mind, Jamal Fogarty, he isn't that young. He is getting older. I'm pretty sure he is in his 30s. Uh, Jamal Fogarty, he did start late. Uh, he might be 30 right now, so... Um, over the next two years, we could see maybe Luai partnering Jamal Fogarty and then Jamal Fogarty retires the following year maybe. And then we see, um, obviously, Jerome Luai take the seventh spot with KO Weeks. Um, but, yeah, look, I mean, I think Raiders would be a good one for him uh, if he wants to run his own footy side. Uh, Canterbury is the obvious one for me because obviously Stephen Crichton's over there. He'd want to be over with his main man and Stephen Crichton, uh, Jerome Luai. Uh, the only thing with that is if he goes there, he's playing seven. Um, we've seen this year that Matt Burton isn't a seven. And I think that if he does go there, Jerome Luai to Canterbury, he'd be going there to play seven. So I think, again, I feel like that's one that's more likely if he does take the two year extension with Penrith and then goes to Canterbury when he's a little bit older. Um, Jerome Luai. Uh, look, we have seen Jerome Luai run his own team before. We've seen it for Samoa, but we haven't seen it consistently. Uh, and that's, I guess, what uh, Ivan Cleary was alluding to when he was making those comments about Luai, which, again, weren't supposed to get out to the media. Um, we, I'd love to see Luai, maybe during the origin period, if he isn't the 5'8", um, take control of that Penrith side and be at seven for a little while. And so he can just see a little bit more consistently what he's like at seven and how he runs the team. Um, I think that would be a really good thing for Jerome Luai, uh, depending on if he is the six or not. I could see the six being a number of people for the Blues, uh, especially with uh, Madge coming in, probably going to come in with a different direction as well. It'd be very interesting to see who he picks at six. So if Luai is not the six, Maybe we see him, obviously, uh, being the seven and being in charge of that Penrith side this season or this upcoming season. And then we can get a little bit more idea about how he runs a team. But if he is running a team, uh, Raiders and uh, Canterbury stand out to me. Um, uh, just trying to think of some other clubs off the top of my head as well. Uh, I know Munster's getting older. Maybe maybe Melbourne Storm would be a decent one um, over the next two years. I don't know how. Let's have a look how old Munster is as well. I'm not sure how old Munster is. Cameron Munster. I'm pretty sure he's in his 30s. 29. So over the next three years, he'll be 31, 32. So I don't mind him going over to Melbourne and maybe taking over the mantle from uh, Cameron Munster. Um, I'm just trying to think as well what other some other ones would be. That wouldn't be for a while, though. Uh, I think that Munster would obviously play till he's about 34, 35. So maybe he won't be able to take the mantle then. Uh, Jerome Luai timing might just be in the way. Uh, Daly Cherry Evans at Manly. Fuck, yeah. Daly, DCE's 33 years old now. Daly Cherry Evans age. Maybe I'm just being a little bit too... Um, assumptious, 34. So, yeah, I think that Manly would be a great one. You'd think that Daly Cherry Evans might retire at 36, 37. I feel like uh, DCE is going to last a little bit longer than some of your other well-known halfbacks that have only played till 35, 36. Um, I think that 
DC might play till he's 37, 38. So uh, by the time that DCA retires, that if he takes that two-year extension, Luai, he will be able to go... Uh, he'll be 29 years old. He'll go to Manly and be the halfback over there. I don't mind that at all. Uh, he could even play 5'8". They might need to get another halfback too um, by then as well. So he might even be the 5'8 over there to whatever new halfback they have over DCE. I think that's a little bit scary that they haven't figured that out yet either. Keep in mind that Luke Brooks, I think, is in his 30s now as well. Luke Brooks age... Uh, Luke Brooks is 28, so he'll be in his 30s by then as well. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, Luai could go over there and play seven for a little while, and then obviously uh, someone else will come in and play 5'8". There'll be a junior coming in to play 5'8 by then, I'm pretty sure. So, um, yeah, look, Manly's a really good shout for me. It's one that I didn't really even consider before. But, yeah, look, there's plenty of clubs for, for Luai to go to, um, uh, you know, Obviously, if he does take the two-year extension or if he doesn't, if he goes in 2025, which it looks very likely he will now, I think that the most likely club for him to land at where he does get the kitchen sink would be the West Tigers. Um, and But that's just on me. I'd love to hear what you guys think about that one. Uh, but let's talk about, obviously, uh, Josh Carr. Uh, and the Ryan Madison deal. Now, obviously, the Bulldogs, they do need forwards. Um, I don't know if Ryan Madison's what they need. I think they've got a few edges now. I think that it'd be great to have a guy like Ryan Madison who can play as that roaming lock, um, can play as that lock forward. He can play at 5'8". Um, if Matt Burton does get selected for origin, uh, which I think he will probably, uh, at least in the squad, um, I think that he will. You know, Ryan Madison could come in and play six. Um, you know, he can play in the back row, front row. He can play at lock forward. Uh, very versatile forward. So I think that that's very good. That's something that would... that. Um, sorry, I'm mumbling my words a little bit. But I think that's something that Canterbury can appreciate. Um, as for Parramatta, we look at how that side would be structured with Josh Adokar. Um, obviously, they, they are in need for an outside back. He would go on the wing uh, with Mike Sevo, and then you'd have Bailey Simonson and Will Penasini in the centres. It really gives some structure to the back line. It's interesting how much how much of a difference uh, one player can make uh, in a side, and Josh Adokar going over there to play on the wing, it makes so much more difference, and it fills up the spot that they need to fill up as well. Uh, keep in mind that they can get Billy Smith as well. Obviously, he is off contract at the same time. Uh, so they could get those guys in one foul swoop if they wanted to. Uh, just It just depends how quickly the Roosters re-sign Billy Smith. And obviously, as we suggested the other day, uh, I think that the Roosters should um, put... Billy Smith on a loan deal and loan him off to another club, um, whether that be the uh, Parramatta Reels or the Melbourne Storm. I think that podcast is actually coming out a little bit later today as well. So uh, that will be a nice little interesting talking point for us today. Uh, if you want to go and listen to that one. Uh, yeah, but I don't mind this swap deal. I think it works for both parties. I think it fills spots that need filling for both parties as well. Ryan Madison coming off the bench most likely in that side. Or maybe starting in the back row, but I think he provides that versatility off the bench, which would be very, very good for the Bulldogs. Um, as for the Parramatta Reels, I think that uh, you know they could definitely use a guy like Joshua Car on the wing, and as I said, it makes 
Uh, it makes those spots solidified. Him being on the wing, uh, it means that Bally Simonson and Will Penasini are in the centres. It means that Mike Acevo is the other winger. Gutho's at fullback. It makes everything a little bit easier um, for this side as well in terms of the structure of the back line, and it solves a lot of problems. So uh, very keen to see if that swap deal maybe does go ahead unexpectedly, but as I'm, as I'm aware uh, at the moment, uh, the Bulldogs have expressed that they don't have too much interest in Ryan Madison at the moment. So, yeah, look, very interesting. Uh, I'm very keen to see if it happens. I think that if Parramatta get Joshua Okar, he'll be top try scorer for sure. Um, yeah, very keen to see if that swap deal happens, but uh, also keen to see what happens with Jerome Luai. One.